Hello and welcome to another episode of the Five at the Back Soccer Podcast. I am Charles, back again after a two-week absence, here with Eric, Scott, Jen, and as always, our favorite Mancunian, Mr. Christian Winterbottom. Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? Pretty doing good. Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we've had a, kind of an interesting, yeah, no, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares, Scott. Um, we've had a kind of an interesting, uh, interesting week of games, haven't we? With the uh, Champions League and the Europa League. And um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead, toss it over to a, a couple of the pod members who are probably feeling pretty good right now, uh, given their, their squad's performance this week. Uh, Eric, Jen, Talk to us about what went on with Liverpool this week. We won. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right? I, I think. Don't it's... you wish you guys played in Germany? Yep. No, but we won anyway. <laughs> like I was seriously worried about that, but no. Like we anyway. We'll just take the cop banners over and place it in uh, in Europe somewhere, and wherever we're playing next, and make it look like it's Anfield, but it's really not. But will will that help him in his new job as Germany manager? He's right. not doing that. Knock it Shut off. Shut your He's mouth. Shut up. <laughs> Let, let's hope he don't play a, a Manchester club next in the next round. Or else it'll be a... Uh, see ya. Bye-bye oh. Champions League. Christian, it'll be... See us for a lot of the teams, as, to be honest with you. Not just them, but... It's, it's so funny to me, like the stages of uh, grief that Liverpool fans are in. They're, um, they're still emotionally attached to Klopp, but here in like... <laughs> five months i think we'll start to see the the ugly side when they're like 12th in the league they've just lost away to brighton three nil oh there's Oxl- no, no, no. Chamberlain you don't have to false nine. oh here he is piling on again when you don't have to dig very hard to you know hit the no he's he's done he's washed up he's gone yeah. bye you're from you'll never walk alone to like threats on his wife on twitter i can't wait oh. No, I mean, let's 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 keep focused on the good aspect. I mean, <laughs> Liverpool Liverpool did hand Leipzig a four nil aggregate. You know, defeat, it was so really impressive. It really was. Side. It really the was. Leipzig are a good side. Leipzig are a good side, and, and Liverpool managed to somehow uh, pull their heads out of their asses and and play well mm-hmm. for over two yeah. legs. Well, Leipzig so beat knocked us out last last year in the um, knockout rounds. So, and like I said, so they had it easier last year. I don't. What are you saying? <laughs> nice. Look, look, United beat this team five nil, five nil at home. They're a terrible team, but good for you guys for, for beating them. <laughs> you know what? We will take what we can get right now. And five nil. Thank you. Five nil sounds like six one. <clears throat> sounds like it, but it's not it. It's not it. Distant memories. <laughs> yeah, clean sheet. Clean sheet. That's right. So so then we turned around, like we turned around and we won on Monday. So like this is a streak. I think Uh-oh. you need to stop playing on the weekend. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the problem. Okay. Go to Budapest. Yeah, no more Saturdays and Sundays. During the week. <laughs> Here for it, hundred percent. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe you oh. guys can write a sternly worded letter to the FA. <laughs> you know, for Liverpool, they might actually do that. You get you get united to send a letter. Get Fergie to sign that thing. I don't know that we need a strongly worded letter. I think we need to do an audio clip of uh, Boston Eric and let him uh, let him tell him what FSG <laughs> thinks. Well, especially with with LeBron on board with the Red Sox. Yeah, now. yeah. For real. 
all, saw that. You got, Le- yeah. you got LeBron money now. It's all yep. over for, for these clowns. I need some of that LeBron so. money to get my hairline back. <laughs> oh. Allegedly. It's not, helping, it's not helping him, so. Yeah. Well, okay. in, in the so other. I think, so I think this week we saw, we saw the Champions League winners. Either the City game or the Chelsea game. I think Champions League is going to one of those two teams this, this, uh, this year. Well, you you see Chelsea well. potentially like winning it. Prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as they do- can avoid uh, Munich, I think. Well, you know, Tuchel doesn't want any more of that. Right. <laughs> he's had, he's had <laughs> enough of them. <laughs> I just don't – he's going to have to do it for me. To, like, I, I'm not going to be able to predict that with him after he couldn't do it with Neymar and Mbappe, that midfield, Verratti. I, I just – how's he going to do it with – Tammy Abraham and you know is the current Chelsea side better than the oh as a whole is it better than the the PSG side that he had I don't think so Mm -hmm. I don't either Christian maybe as a team right as a team I'd have put money on Chelsea beating PSG last year I mean Neymar and and Mbappe are are amazing but again United beat them in Paris this year with the team that we've got, and arguably the Chelsea team is is better than the United team, so they're much better mm. coached now. With uh, yeah, and then you know Lampard was just all over the place. Now they look well drilled. Like, I don't see anybody scoring a bunch of goals against them. Yeah, but with the uh, German Shane Long up top, I don't think they're winning anything. Werner. Who's the German? That's a, I was going to say, that's a, that's, about a reference. that's a reference only Shane Long will get. <laughs> right? But he's pumped that he was into the conversation. So, <laughs> so, so I thought played well. Man, he, he, he set up the winning, what, the first goal on, uh, on Wednesday. It's about time. He's, he's had more goals disallowed than he has scored goals this season. Oh. Are you, right. Disallowed by his feet? So we're talking about Chelsea, right? but, <laughs> but how about City? I mean, oh, uh, they're, City, City. I just worry for them if if that's gonna, you know, their history in this competition is gonna rear its ugly head at some point. But otherwise, I mean, there's no real reason not to pick them. I mean, their depth is just startling, and Pep is so good tactically. Did you guys see that interview? Uh, I think it was Sky was asking him about. Have, how why he has his fullbacks playing centrally? Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. So he he's still I, I don't see a ton of it with with the fullbacks tucking in like they do. Um, and he he said basically that the best defense for their squad is the possession. So the reason he has his fullbacks tucking the center is to create more angles for passes to retain possession. He'd rather keep the ball, pass, 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 pass than have his fullbacks flying up the pitch. And it was so refreshing to hear someone have a system that was tailored to their players. He, he talked about how when he played Mendy on, at the, on the left, instead of Zinchenko, he can't play that way. So he's got to play a different system. Uh, you know, so just the flexibility and being able to play one way on a Sunday and another way on a Wednesday is, uh, is I don't know, it's going to be tough to beat. Oh, undeniably. But... That's why you play the game because crazy I'd things happen. Them and Byron are probably the two top two favorites, right? Well, that was going to be my next question: is is okay. who's the fav- who's the favorites going forward? Wouldn't that be juicy I mean, though? Pep, Pep v Byron in like a final. 
see who's who's finally gonna get there. Maybe. Well, well see, Chris, Christian but. Christian brought up an interesting point earlier in the week. Uh, well, basically, as soon as the Champions League games were over, he's like, the uh, the next set of games are going to end up being it'll be City versus Liverpool and Chelsea versus uh, Bayern. Uh, because the Champions League or the you know UEFA has no desire to have an all English final again. What do you guys think? Is it not? Is it not a random draw? Is anything random? Random. Random. Just like the NBA lottery is random. Just like just like the Qatar got the the pick fairly. Right. Right. Oh, I thought they did the little like at least there's a little ball thing you know where there's a yeah and it looks fair. Bling, bling. Okay. <laughs> I can de- no, that's a, that, seriously, that's a great point. I could definitely see that in the, them avoiding the heat of having, a, oh, another English final within the last, you know, second one in the last, what, three years. And it wouldn't be good for us. That's, that's for sure. I don't want to face City if I don't have to at this point. But I think I think that's what happened with – that's how Spurs ended up getting uh, Dinamo Zagreb. They wanted us to get out of the competition, so they gave us a really tough draw. That, that must have been what happened. Are, you, are, you are we jumping to that already? <laughs> how, how much He's of that, that Coors Light have you had already? <laughs> hey, I'm saving rivers, Charles. <laughs> well, all right. So uh, just can I ask, do you think they would also purposely put the two German teams together to make sure that nah. they don't, no. or they're like, nah, screw it. Like something's going to take care of it anyway. Who are the German teams? Dortmund and Bayern. Oh, Do- yeah. Dortmund and Bayern. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I think there's enough uh, kind of pizzazz with Holland and that team. Right. Okay. Yep. So, all right. So, what do you think? What are what are going to be the next? What's what is the next draw going to look like in your opinion? We got Bayern, we got Dortmund, Chelsea, Liverpool, City, PSG, Porto, Real. and Real Madrid. Yeah. Everybody wants Porto, right? City, City, <laughs> City will draw Porto. Porto. City will draw yeah. Porto. You can nine oh one. Write it down. It's going to happen with their with their lucky draws. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, can draws. I can I get an option on that, Scott? Are, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> are we asking what we think is going to happen? Yeah. Or are we asking what we want to have happen? What we think? Who do you want happen? to? Who do you want to play? I'm curious. Okay, just going to completely con- contradict my answer. Exactly. Welcome back. <laughs> Jen, who the do you Liverpool want? fans, who do you want? <clears throat> I'm, I'm waiting for Jen. I think she. You'll no, go, go ahead. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm contemplating. Okay, uh, I'd probably have to say Porto, even though they could with their schemes and and um, they could give us a game too. There's no doubt about that. But if I had to pick one, Porto, even though they could bite us as well, who I don't want. Um, Anybody else could really just kind of thrash us. Just, to be honest, I don't want because, anybody else, honestly. Because of our current form, it's it's just not we're not playing well. We play a little bit better, but still not up to the form of uh, of a PSG or a City or uh, so. Okay, I, I, probably, I can I can see us getting Real for some reason. In my mind tomorrow in the draw, Real Madrid's going to pop out for us. I don't know why. But. Jen. Okay, that'd be a good um, draw for you guys, actually. I think so mm-hmm. too. Real good draw. Yeah. Um, I think the storyline with PSG. Cool. Um, what about the storyline with Dortmund? I think that would be juicy. Yeah, that would be another one. Um, I wouldn't mind Madrid. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> I think 
Mm-hmm. My computer I, just did something weird. I have no idea what it did. This I is anyway. Gen after dark, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that Dortmund Liverpool would be a lot of fun just from I think so too. Klopp and, and them and then Holland against an English team and Jude Bellingham, a young Englishman's playing well for Dortmund coming back and trying to knock out a you know one of the behemoths of his country and I think that would be a, a fun one. Yeah. And also the the irony of Dortmund ending Klopp's career at Liverpool as well that kind of cool. Right, stop. and then Holland knocking you out. Stop it! No, oh and then Holland knocking out an English team before he goes to a different English team the next yeah. season. Yeah, one in Manchester. That's right, did he? One of them. Oh, okay. The red one. <laughs> the red one in Manchester. Sure. <laughs> Scott, what do you think so, is going to happen? I, I think that. Um, I really do think City are going to get Porto. There's just some luck of the Irish that City seem to have. I don't know what it is. Um, the yeah, Irish? I, <laughs> Manchester, England. Exceptionally right. Irish. Hey, it, seem, it seems to be only on the blue side. It That's is. the only thing I'm sure of. <laughs> I feel like the PSG and Real are destined at some point. I think that'll, that'll probably happen. And that would be a fun one. Yeah. So there's another competition going on right now, right? So the whole yeah. Europa thing? You could call it that. Yeah, uh-huh. it is. So historically, United AC Milan has just always been a massive game. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was young, and even when my dad was young, right, that game has always been the huge game. So it's disappointing to see it in the Europa League. But uh, thankfully, we uh, we got through to the quarterfinals. <laughs> So I, navigated it. Well, no, I, I didn't see the game today. What what was it? Which one? We, we How was controlled yeah. it really well. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, if we didn't have Dan James and we had a, a real right winger, we'd have uh, won even more comfortably, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I thought that was very similar in respect to our control of the game from the first game. I thought we were in control of a lot of the, a lot of the game today. Our first half wasn't as good as the second half. Um, Pogba is back. Watch out. Hashtag Pog back. Get it, get it, get excited. Scott, we play you in two weeks. Um, yeah, Pog was back and he scored uh, <laughs> three minutes into his return, which was, is even better. Um, you know, so he's, he's, he's happy. He's excited. He's ready to play. And, uh, you know, the overall, the overall look of every United game that I've seen over the past six weeks is a United team, with the exception of our game against City, a United team that is controlling the ball, controlling the tempo of the game. But when Pogba went out, so too did a lot of our creativity. And that's what led to a lot of zero zeros and one zeros and, and just kind of mind numbing uh, attacking really because all the teams learned they were like oh, okay Pog was out just sit back put 10 behind the ball United will not break us down they'll just pass backwards and and try to let Scott McTominay and, and Fred you know pierce us with their scintillating passing they don't. what what did Donny <laughs> Van de Beek do to like what is he on a milk carton or no, no honestly there's, uh, I think I think the the reaction everybody's um you know, the way that they look at the Donny Van de Beek situation is, is, is overblown. Uh, the media is making up stories about him being unhappy. Um, his national team coach literally came out today and spoke on behalf and said, 
he's he's very happy at United. He's being treated extremely well. He's yeah, he wants to play more, obviously, but you know every top player does. Um, but you know they're giving him the opportunity to grow and and build. And um, I mean, Christian, you can speak a lot more to to, to the way in which he, the style of play that he hit has and how it hasn't. It's not in the United system yet. Um, right. But I'm, I'm assuming that he's working on that. And that's what Ole is do, doing, is trying to develop him into a United player. Yeah, so, so I was uh, talking to our Twitter group uh, earlier on this week, and I was, like, saying to them how Bernd van der Beek, he has a problem with, like, when he passes it, his movement off the ball was different for Ajax than it is for United. So he's really struggling to find uh, the pockets of space that Fernandez moves into when they're playing on the field at the same time. So uh, so it's looking like he's not, he doesn't have great movement. He's not moving to the right spaces. So, uh, so I think while he's not playing a lot on the training ground, I think they're probably working on all this kind of stuff. So, uh, so unfortunately for him, it looks like he's not playing a lot. And when he does play, he doesn't look like he's being effective. Well, the reason he's not being effective is because Fernandez is in the spaces that he would normally take up. Right. So he's having to adapt his game a little bit, and it's different. Like Pogba's always played on the left side of midfield, right? Like when he was at Juve and things like that. So, though he hasn't had to change his game so much, but he's also powerful. He's a powerful player. Whereas Van der Beek's kind of get the ball and move it on, then move to space, get the ball, move it on into space. And United don't play that way, so he's having to adapt. So I think that's the struggle right now for him. Well, we talked about that, how he'd fit. It would be interesting with Fernandez and because the three of them are not going to play together in, in one midfield, unless it's, you know, it's a bottom half team or Arsenal or something like that, you know, so it's well, they, interesting they to see could. how he fits in. They could. So the problem that United have is their two central defenders are really slow. I mean, they're just like turtle, turtle slow, right? So you need two defensive midfielders in there who have speed to cover all around that, that that final third, right? But if we had one who could also pass the ball, then we wouldn't need two. Right. So we need pace and someone who can pass it, and then perhaps we could play the three of them then. So you need Pogba, but you need Pogba to want to do that. That's always been Pogba's problem. Right. He's like, right. he could be the best number six that the world has ever seen if he wanted to, but he right. he's, he's so ambitious in attack which is fine i mean you, you a tiger doesn't change his stripes eventually you, you don't want to try to change a player from who he is but if he wanted to man it, like he's yep. so press resistant the way he retains the ball wins the ball back right. it's unreal yeah. i mean realistically if we if we pick up uh and and so, a center back with with speed over the in the summer transfer window you know there <clears throat> there is uh, you know the optional formation of having Fernandez, Van de Beek, and Pogba in, in the center of the park, and it could work. Right. It very much yeah. could. I mean, Van de Beek played in the sixth role uh, at Ajax uh, he did. quite a few times. So, well, this, I think this is an interesting. I don't want to take us directly off this because this would get you know into a rabbit hole. But uh, transfers from Ajax mm-hmm. in outside of a striker and maybe a winger who are you know those positions are pretty traditional. You're either one one of two or three different things. Ajax transfers are tough, you know, like look at Delict at Juve. He's, you know, Spurs stole his soul in Amsterdam and he went to Juve for massive money and he's looked like a, you know, a, a great school li- player since. Did Liverpool get Suarez from Ajax? 
Well, that's why I say the the attackers typically, like the strikers, seem to have because I think Zlatan wasn't Zlatan at, at Ajax too when he was younger, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that their their yeah. number nines have transitioned well, but the midfielders and the defenders, the, some of the wide wide defenders have been pretty good, but the the central players, center backs and central midfielders, have struggled to adapt. But I think it's systems based. Like if if an Ajax midfielder and Ajax center back went to a Pep team, it's it's basically no different than what they're doing in in Amsterdam. But if they go to Mourinho or Klopp or like even Ole, it's just so different in the way they they build the ball forward from the back. You know, it's it's very triangle based and possession based in its system. It's 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 kind of like Van Gaal when he was at, at United. He's like, no, no, you're a center back. You stand here. And you pass to that guy. I don't care what you right. think. You do that every time. When this guy comes here, you pass to that guy. Don't think. Pass to that guy. It's just how they're how that that system and that that country is raising their players, and that's why their national team has been so good because they drew their their squad is drilled in a style from the moment they hit an academy. Right, but that was a nice transition to uh, to Josie, I think. So unfortunately, <laughs> his his team lost today, which. Honestly, his team, his team. He, he said that like five times today. My team, my team, right. my team. So, so it's shocking to me. So a guy who's won like European trophies at every club he's been to, right? I mean, the guy is a, is a massive man manager. I mean, he can motivate players like nobody else. He can take a team and drag it through to finals. I mean, when he left Inter the, to Real Madrid, the players were literally crying. Crying, yeah. Crying when he left. At Real Madrid, he was huge. The players loved him, the fans loved him, the press didn't like him. Well, when United wasn't great. Chelsea all loved him. Drogba, Terry, Lampard. And then he goes to Spurs, and suddenly he's the problem. I just don't get it. Come on, Scott, tell me what it is. Well, um, if, if you would, everyone who hasn't listened, not to pump my interview with Dan Kilpatrick, but there is a, like an 18 month backstory to where this thing started. And, and with Mourinho, there is, he's fighting this. He knows he's got this arrogant persona and he knows he's arrogant. He knows he's narcissistic. So he's constantly in the press. Like he's like, okay, I don't want to look narcissistic. So how do I talk to the media to make it look like I'm a part of the team? That it's not all about me. Okay, but he's still the same person. It's like you, you get back with your ex, like, nah, baby, I'm different. I'm different this time. And you're like, well, no, you're you're still an a-hole. Like, let's not pretend that you're any different. What a winner. A, a winner when a the great situation man manager. He man manages poorly. <gasps> very poorly. It, it's I know you're being sarcastic, but it's talk it's, to his talk to his players. I just gave you a whole list of them. He's into Milan team with crying when he left. Drop what was that? What Terry, year was that? Lampard. I was to, what, 03, 04, when they won the like Yeah. No, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm I'm thinking, you know, coaches change over the course of their their career. And so well, things that you did at one point won't necessarily I think I think jo- Jose has with certain players, he is incredibly close. And with other players, like he'll always he'll always have the door open. But if you're 
your John Terry, your Lampard, your Drogba, you're one of his generals who will do whatever he wants, you know, whatever he needs. He'll, you know, he'll go to the ends of the earth for you. I mean, he, he's helped John Terry even after his career, like Lampard, all of that. Um, why? But, why do you think he's helped them rather than the Spurs players now? No, well, I was talking after their playing careers. Like he, he that's um, the extent to which he'll have a relationship with you is is lifelong. If, if you get that way with Mourinho, the problem. But I think they're mentally strong plays, all right. The plays I, I you're I, talking about. So no, so here, here's here's the issue that that I, I'm seeing with Spurs. It, there's a me, there's a, a meme of Jose going back to his Porto days, where he's is an, an interview, or actually I think cameras were in the locker room before a match. And he's looking back at his players and he says, I'm not saying we have to win, but we cannot lose. That was the quote. And that sums up Mourinho to a T. And he, I don't think he understands how he, like, he, he's telling the players to press, 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 go forward. We, play, we, we tell them to play attacking football, but then they go watch the tape midweek. And he's like, well, you're an idiot because you lost the ball here. You're an idiot because you lost the ball here. And I'm not playing you anymore because you got – you tried to nutmeg somebody and then two minutes later they scored. So the players are like, Oh crap. Like, do I try it that sounds now? sounds to me like your players are soft. Is that what it's, you're telling me? It, it, it sounds to me like Jose has the self-awareness of a possum is what it sounds like. <laughs> it's just like when he talks about, you know, well, we're making these defensive errors that this, I set the team up perfectly, but these, these individual errors. And then he puts the same two right. center backs out for like six weeks in a row. Like two, one and one is two, Jose. Stop doing the same thing, and you might get a different result. Guess yeah. what? He he puts Alder viral in, and we stop conceding. But you like, think oh. that it was amazing? I did not. Jose's never that. been con- <laughs> Jose's never been accused of having an ego. What are you talking about? <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> it's, 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 there was it's Charles. Just, <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't seem to understand his impact on other people in all situations is the problem. It's. The, and you can see it in the players. They just don't want to try stuff. I don't think they're tired. I don't think it's that. Um, Christian, it's have just, we ever seen this before? Has 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 he ever made shocking like lineup decisions and you know put a team the out there and they didn't really want to play for him or lineup decisions that, have not been an issue. I will say that. So I agree with Scott that, that I don't think the problem is is like at United he made just bizarre decisions, right, to try to prove a point. I think with Spurs, <laughs> I think the players are just soft, honestly. So what do you when you like, say that? What they do you don't. Mean by that? I mean, they don't like criticism. I mean, look at Deli right? So, so, so like Josie gave it to him. He didn't like it, so he benched him. So Deli, so so this is what happened with Deli. Hold on. So he in a in a Europa League match. Delhi tried to nut, that was what I was referencing. He tried to nutmeg someone on a counterattack, and then right. they we lost the ball. They recycled possession all the way back to their goalkeeper, and scored ninety seconds later. In the the post game press conference, he blamed Delhi specifically for that goal, despite the fact that they recycled possession, started it anew with their keeper, and scored like two minutes later. Like, what do you do if you're the player there? Like that, you, you can't go play the way you want to play, if if you know. If you if you make a mistake, he's gonna call me out by name and to Sky Sports. Like, what do you do? Do you, you think that be stronger? Why well, you don't but... you don't play? Be stronger and you you'll, but play less. Well, well I'm just he I'm... doesn't play him anyway. 
right. Sorry, Jen. Well, no, I'm just thinking like, could it also be that it's, it was too much of a difference as far as coaching styles from Pochettino to Jose? I mean, is it that it's just, it's, it's too big of a gear shift and that's part of the reason why we're failing to get maybe some connection between the players and the coach? How much should coaches have to adapt their style to each individual player for motivational purposes before, you know, it's too much? I guess it depends how successful they want to be. I, I don't think that – I think you, you can pick your players tactically, but if you can't get them to play for you, then you, you could be the best tactician in the world. And if they don't want to play for you, they're not going to do what you say on the field, which is what you're saying. I don't think Jose does it – like he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't think that's the case. He's got assistants who are specialists in this and great at that. But the players are like, cool, like what are you going to do? And there's not enough good players that like Gareth Bale's not like, oh, man, I wonder if he's going to play me today. So it's not the, – the squad isn't strong enough for him to be like, all right, you three, go sit down. There's no threat. There's no there's – no, unless you're Deli Alley, he just sits on the bench anyways. But um, you got to be willing to adapt or, or you're going to lose to Dinamo Zagreb. Is – Charles, is, are you – with your question, are you mm-hmm. implying that there sh- – like there shouldn't be any – Adaptation? No, no. The, okay. No, my, my implication is simply that there is there's there's two sides to this. There's and there's a responsibility of the manager to mm-hmm. bring the best out in his players, to motivate his players to play at the highest level and to want to play the game, at an, you know excel at the game. There's also a responsibility of the players to more or less suck it up and understand criticism is criticism. If I honestly, I don't remember the game you guys are talking about. I'm, I'm sure you, how you described it is exactly how it happened. If Deli Ali tries to nutmeg a guy, loses possession. And within two minutes, the other team scores. My personal opinion as a coach, I see nothing wrong with that criticism of Deli Ali because him trying to do that directly affects all the players around him. It can mentally affect them. Be like, what are you doing? Why are you being so stupid? You know, being fancy, trying to be fancy with the ball and giving it away, right? Which can, impl- you know, d- directly lead to the goal, even with the recycle. So I don't either, at that I, point, I don't think it needs to be public either. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not, right? But that's something that Deli Ali and, and Jose need to deal with man to man, right? Deli Ali's got to suck it up in that point. He's got a job to do. He's not a kid playing, playing a game for fun. He's been paying millions and millions of pounds, to play football at a high level, he's got some responsibility here too. Yeah, yeah. No, so, but see, ultimately though, Delhi's not going to get sacked for this. That, that that's the thing. Like the responsibility lies on the coaches to to make the adjustment, or they're going to be the ones that get rotated out. That's it, why he's on the bench. That's why he's been on the bench this whole time, right? Because we. I, I don't I don't think that's the case. I think there are some that that are weak. I, I don't think that's the case with Ellie. I, I think there are some of the players who shrink, like I, they don't want the ball, they don't want to go out there and do what he wants. And um, I don't think he's one of them. Winks. I think that uh, Winks. <laughs> another I, I think, another Scott Mackey favorite. <laughs> why Winks is just a knucklehead, dude. Like he, no, no, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I think that. Um, 
Jose didn't have what he needed when he got the job. If you, if you listen to that interview, you'll, you'll hear that. Um, right. He was right. set, he was set up to struggle and he's never going to make it better. Like he, you know, within months <clears throat> he was, he was poisoning the environment. Like when COVID hit, like that was, that was a terrible time for the club when COVID hit, that was such an advantageous, like not, not to, you know, minimize COVID of course. I mean, it's not terrible and all that. It, it could not have been a worse time for Spurs at that moment. Um, and he, he wasn't making it better. His rhetoric was negative. It was plunging toward narcissism even more by the day. And here we are again. So, so at the end of his tenure at Man United, what happened between the relationship between the players and him? I, Rashford still I loves him. Know, I don't know that there's a big issue between the players and, and Mourinho. I think they still like him quite a bit. Um, yeah, I think he was he was always pretty pretty well liked in the locker room. Um, I think that Mourinho <clears throat> Mourinho battled with Woodward and and the Glazers too much, and that's what ultimately led to his demise at United. I mean, some of the lineup selections <clears throat> you could tell because literally you just go, "What? Why is this person being played?" Like you know that was that was he was really head scratching, and you you realize towards the end, you're like, okay, he's trying to prove a point. Um, but that's also what's going to end up getting him sacked. Um, I, I guarantee you he was doing that at Spurs with the Sanchez and Dyer pairing. Like he, he's not stupid. Mm-hmm. He's and, and to, to repeat the same thing, every press conference when one of the two of them, like basically put the ball in their own net. Like he's like, well, I told you, I tried to tell you, I gave you Ruben Diaz in the summer. You could have gotten him before mm-hmm. he's scoring more goals than he's conceding for City. Yeah. So, I would say, so, so what is, what's interesting to me though is he goes from a club, Manchester United, who have plenty of money, <clears throat> don't now under the Glazers don't want to ever spend that money, and moves to Spurs, who have a notable reputation of not spending money. Right which is that's the more baffling move it's like you know yes he, maybe he was set up to fail but the writing was on the wall as far as him not getting back in the transfer window i mean well he said he he told levy in the interview that it was one of the best squads in the league he thought that it needed very little investment and then a year later he wants to spend 55 million on a center back maybe maybe but, maybe but he that just loves is the spotlight investment though right <laughs> no it is 55 million yeah. is little investment if you'd have got a if you'd have got Diaz instead of City, you got a totally oh, no, team. No, I, I agree. We're we're top four. We're still in the Europa League. I mean, I, I agree right. with that. But but you can't you can't go to Spurs expecting Levy to to break Any his up? transfer record on a center back by fifteen million. How much do you think he's paying bail? A week. Oh, it's two hundred a week. Yeah. Splitting the wages with Madrid. So I mean the money's there. He's willing to spend. Oh the money. yeah, the the money's there. The, there's no doubt. It's just like United. It's not a matter of having the money, um, but I, I guarantee you that there was no false pretense with Daniel Levy and, and that process as far as what the the outlay would be. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was a tough spot for Jose. He didn't make it any better, as none of us expected. Um, and I, my personal opinion, I've been pretty consistent with this. I don't I don't know that he'll get sacked midseason. I hope he does. I hate to say this, but uh, I was in the pre-show we were talking. I think we need to strike while the iron's hot. Let's just let Villa run us. 
Um, maybe we can sink this thing bad enough quickly that he gets the sack midseason. We bring in Harry Redknapp, you know, interview out of the Range Rover every Tuesday, just in time to win the Carabao Cup, backdoor into Europa, and Spurs are cooking with All like right. Nagelsmann or something next season. That, that's what Wait, I'm hoping. Lose your next question. three and we're good. Fine. Quick question. <laughs> Kane leaves this summer if you're not in Europe? I think it depends on the manager. Okay. So, so Charles, so you asked a question to the Liverpool fans. Who do they want next round? Who do you want next round? Arsenal. Ooh, juicy. Wow. I, I want them I want them before they fully solidify that midfield because they are working on it right now and they are very, very close to having an extraordinarily productive midfield. Their strikers aren't playing up to par at the moment, um, but that midfield is coming closer and closer to being very good. I'd rather hit them now while they're not that great. That's not trust. They're never going to be that great. (laughs) Okay. Who did you say? I interrupted you. Who did you say, Christian? Granada. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. Right? Easy all the way to the finals. 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, by the way, before we move on, Charles, we got got to talk about this. So, the North London Derby. Yep. Spurs lose, right? It was was the most Eric Lamella 90 minutes – in the history, right? Like yeah. you guys, I, I know. I predicted it. You, did you see so, me on Twitter? I predicted. It. <laughs> so none of you can say one bad thing about that goal. Like that was incredible. It was, it was phenomenal. It, Probably the goal most of the season. Insane goal thing season. I've ever seen. Yeah. For anybody who didn't see it, um, it was a nutmeg Rabona into the bottom corner. Like just absolutely insane. For, from an angle where nobody ta- thinks, I'm going to Rabona this into the far corner. Right, which and this is his second one, by the way. He scored one from like 20 yards out in the Europa League um, against like some Scandinavian side that nobody will remember. But And then he proceeds to get his second yellow with a backhand challenging someone to a dual-style slap. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then from then on, you know what's hilarious, though, is Spurs looked better when it went down to 10 men. And that is what makes Jose mad because the players are like, oh, crap. We probably got to get out. Now we thing. have to try. I don't care if I can see the goal trying to nutmeg somebody. I got to try to get one here. <laughs> so that 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 goal and then that red card. And by the way, that was his first red card for Spurs, which is insane given the way he plays. Um, but that ninety minutes is Eric Lamella, and that that's why oh, I. How I many minutes? What, the game was ninety minutes. I mean, oh, he impacted 90 all ninety, minutes. even if he didn't play in them all. So. So did you well, lose? I'm, Oh, we lost for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know, the funny I'm, thing is, he didn't. He, he didn't impact all all ninety minutes. Oh, because he came on for. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about Son's injury. That's right. Um, so he came he, on for so, Son. Yeah. In what? Yeah. This, what the fourteenth? Fourteenth like minute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Substitute so that comes Son, on and gets a red. Son injures his hamstring. Is that what it was? Score, and then Lamella scores a Rabona, gets a yellow, gets mm-hmm. another yellow for a backhand. And goes off. So he he didn't play the full ninety, um, and he only missed like fifteen no minutes. Well, then another fifteen. So fifteen and fifteen on either end. He was just not in the mood. You know, let's just get sixty yeah. minutes score. Oh, no, I will say this: Spurs, Spurs had two of their best chances after Lamella's oh. red card. So oh yeah, Kane Kane has been a little off in the last week. He could have buried mm-hmm. Arsenal, and then he could have won that won that today. 
But honestly, watching that, I'm not mad that Kane missed. Like, just get this. Just put me out of my misery. There, there's a meme. It's um, it's a meme of a cat, and somebody's got a red light. Like, you know how they chase the, the pointer lights, and they're and they're pointing the pointer at his at the cat's chest, and the meme says, "Like, do it, Karen. Pull the trigger." Like, that's me right now. Just do it. Let's get this thing over with. Just put me out of my misery. <laughs> Ouch. All right, morbid Scott. Coming in, by, coming in by, me, by, by me, I mean Jose. Let's, let's just get this thing over with. <laughs> oh, no, no. We knew exactly what you were talking yeah, about. I'm still worried about the dead cat, though, yeah. so it's okay. All right, moving on. Yep. <laughs> got, uh, got some FA Cup action this weekend to talk about. Uh, it's funny. This is uh, we, So we've got FA Cup and a few... Uh, a few Premier League games that are going to be going on. So, so make sure you check your, your local listings as to, to how you're going to watch the game. So it's not going to be a normal full slate of games. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there's four, there's four and four. So you got eight games total, which is great, but okay. you're going to have to mix platforms and streaming services and devices and all kinds of stuff to, to yeah, see them all. So well, we're going to cover, we're going to cover FA cup first, uh, first matchup uh, is one team that, we're not surprised that is that is still in in the FA Cup. Another team making making a shock appearance in the uh, in the quarterfinals from uh, the Championship, Bournemouth versus Southampton. What do you guys think? I'm going with Southampton here, even though it's an unpopular pick. <laughs> Why is it unpopular? That the Premier League? Yeah, I... Because everybody has made fun of me. For picking them to the past couple of times. Their form recently hasn't been great, but no, it hasn't. Well, they're they're the feeder club for the rest of the league, so let's let's hope that the players get some experience. Definitely. Speaking of, speaking of that, like, uh, have you guys seen the form that Shea Adams has been in lately? About time, but I think yeah. I think he's got three goals in, in the last three games. Like, he's yeah. uh, maybe he's taken over for for Danny Ings now. Well, and I think that's that has been part of it. He had a, a concussion, I think, a couple of weeks ago. So it made sense that he wasn't going to just jump back into things. Yeah. So anybody taking Bournemouth or are we all are we all on Southampton on this one? I'm no, I think Bournemouth. I was about right. to say the same thing. Yeah. See, extra, I might go to extra yeah. time. I think I, I think they're doing it despite you, Jen, uh, to be honest. Now, this, okay. And that's okay. This is, it's a, sound, doing, it's a southern derby. You never know. Is it? Are they are they doing replays yeah. or is this extra time at this at this stage? Extra time. Extra time. Okay. Yeah, I think I thought I would take Bournemouth. Okay. I'll take Southampton two one. Maybe extra time. I, I could see that. I'm taking I'm taking Southampton big. Like I, I I'm it's three. Big? Three big. nil. Three nil. Have you seen Bournemouth this season? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually watched a little bit of their of them play. You're such a liar. <laughs> it's on it's on regularly here in the states you know? yeah, this, this segment brought to you by espn plus right oh my god so actually actually I mean, it's, it's a, about to explode with your he's, a big, he's, a, he's a big cherry supporter big cherries fan <laughs> huge all right so we got we got split three and two three of us taking southampton two of us taking bournemouth all right moving on to the next game, uh, a couple more. Uh, these teams, yeah, maybe one of them is a surprise still in it. Chelsea uh, versus Sheffield. <laughs> Chelsea versus Sheffield. All right, what are we, what are we thinking? Old uh, old Tuchel is on. He's hasn't lost a game since taking over at Chelsea. 
Does he lose here? I don't here? think it'll be here. No? I think they'll win it. Yeah. Chelsea 2-0. Chelsea 2-0. Okay. Fighting Chris Wilder. So no faith, huh? Not anymore. Well, well I know. He that got was, the sack. He got sack. That was, that was the joke. Sack. Yeah. yeah, so you gotta get the new bound, the new manager bounce, right? No, right. No way. No, no <laughs> way. <laughs> Wilder versus Not Hansard. here. Mm. Not here. Okay. I told you the the players at Sheffield United were always championship level. Oh they should, God, yeah. They should never have gotten rid of him. <laughs> never. This is a five nil defeat. Remember what reading through their squad when they were challenging for the top six? It's like who? Oliver Mc <laughs> what now? <laughs> So, who do you think will wind up going there? Is it just going to be, is it going to be another like retread guy or is it going to be, are they going to pick someone young or does it really matter? Retread. Retread. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. That, that'll yeah. be too expensive I, for them. Yeah. I think okay. they, I think they, we wait till the summer and they'll find somebody who's, you know, championship level. Maybe a us. Neville. Yeah. Clot, maybe. I think Chelsea wins. Um, I don't know that they win big, mainly because I don't think that Chelsea uh, will put out their, their, a strong squad against them. Uh, I think this is their opportunity to rest some legs and uh, possibly promote some youth players and whatnot. So I'm thinking maybe 2-0. Max. Max for that game. Christian? Six nil Chelsea. <laughs> okay. Not gonna let up at all. Scott, what did you say? Oh, Chelsea by however Big. many they want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Six. Uh, all right. So moving on to to uh, the next one: Everton versus City, best team in Liverpool versus the top ranked Premier League team from Manchester. <laughs> Nicely said. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, I rolled my eyes so many times tonight. The the linguistic gymnastics to make that make sense. Oh, and yet still accurate. It's fair. Eric, what you got? Give me City 3 0. Ooh, big (laughs) smackdown. Do do you think City puts all their players out? Like, do you think they're going to. I don't think the whole squad. But does Everton? Well, it's a home game. For Everton, so it's at Goodison Park. I mean, okay, so Pep came out, or I don't remember if it was the beginning of this week or the end of last week, and they said because they're they're still in the run for the quadruple. All right, they still have the opportunity to win all three tournaments and the Premier League. They're they're running away with the Premier League at the moment. So that's, I mean, to be fair, he can he could probably take a couple weeks off of that and and still be fine. Is he is he playing game, mind games? Is he just trying to take the pressure off his players, or does he actually? believe that there's no chance at the at the quadruple and does he put out a weaker lineup here to try and save for champions league i think it's an expectation adjusting type deal for sure i what? and i think he's just trying not to get get anyone excited or, or put too much pressure on the players hmm. yeah yeah Okay, so Everton haven't played all week. And after this game, they have a few weeks off, right? So I think both teams will be full strength. And I think it I think it depends on the motivation of both teams. So if City are really motivated to win, 
to win. But if they're a little bit below par, a little bit like, nah, then I think Everton will, will win. So Everton have the strike force to do it because neither Stones nor Diaz like physicality, right? And that's what Marvin uh, Lewis has for, for Everton. So if they can get down the wings and, and go out wide, they have a chance. And Everton have been known to uh, put one over on City. So I'm probably going to go with a City win, but a narrow City win. It's, it's, pick, it's Pickford playing because I know he picked up a knock last game. I don't think it, so. It, it says he should know. be back early April. Oh, wow. Okay. And so. Hamas is out too. Although, I mean, Hamas... <clears throat> hasn't really had much of an impact in the past the past couple of months, has he? I mean, he was hot in the beginning of the season, and and once he got mm-hmm. injured, hasn't really regained that form. And Pickford, honestly, he's not he's not great, is he? I mean, he's good, he's not great. Yeah. Of course, he's not. even he's, he's even without level. even without I mean, the I mean, injury. I mean, he did what he wanted us to do at the start of the season. Hurt Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> Even without his injury, he probably wasn't getting the call up to England, right? So, yeah, Pickford's Pickford's not the not the the game changer in this game at all, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to be the the odd man out. I'm going to pick Everton for the win, two one. I think Everton I like are going it. to get destroyed. Destroyed destruction. Oh, C- City's reserves are better than Everton's starters. Like yeah, four, true. four. So by, so by default, then City's reserves are better than Liverpool starters. Oh, well, probably course, at this that's, point, that's fine. Probably. I mean, water's wet, the sky's blue. Water's wet. I, I think this wet. game. I think this game is all about makes mo- things motivation. Thanks, motivation. Yeah, but you made a yeah. good point about go- going into the international break. I I forgot about that. So there's very little reason to rotate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. All right. Right. And our final FA Cup game of the weekend: Manchester United versus uh, Scott cannot spell. So our uh, our show sheet shows uh, some version of listen. There's Leicester. an E and an I and a C. <laughs> I don't know where they go. Leicester City. I can say it. Skiff can't even say it, so give me some credit. <laughs> Not wrong there. Oh. Leicestershire. Leicestershire. Like the sauce. You, you know what? The um, One of the first FA Cup matches I ever watched Spurs play was a fourth round match at Leicester, and we lost. That was like years ago when Leicester were still Leicester. Um so I, I think Leicester have some juice in the cup. I think they might uh, they might knock you off. Are you basing that on ten years ago? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Just to be clear, just making sure. Ten years ago was a good time for us. I'm trying to live in 2011. Quarterfinal yeah. run, Champions League, Bale's there. Right. Mm-hmm. Taxi from Mycon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm living in eleven. Yep. Hey days. I had hair. <laughs> we're talking way back oh yeah <laughs> are madison and barn still out yep yeah they don't have a chance <laughs> Leicester have more depth than you think they have depth. that's fine i just think some of their but, playmakers i mean if they're missing both of them 
they're missing significant playmakers. So See, the 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 okay, I'll let you guys finish and then I'll I'll, I'll jump in. But you you got to remember, Christian talked about his center backs like they were actual home appliances speed wise, <laughs> and you've got Jamie Vardy up top. So it could be an it could be a classic like Inter Milan Jose Mourinho CL final with like twelve percent possession and one nil. I mean, if we were idiots, we would play a high line against Leicester. But we're not idiots, so we won't. <laughs> Fingers crossed, huh? There's really the, the best part about this matchup is <clears throat> Leicester have done our jobs for us. Uh, we To win this matchup, we need to do one thing and one thing only, and that's <clears throat> shut down Jamie Barty. I mean, yeah, in, the, in the last games, he was... He was the reason that Leicester won because he created the chances. He created, he opened the space. He, he was making the final, final passes in. Um, I mean, make no mistake. Uh, what was it? Uh, Acho got a hat trick. The only reason he had a hat trick was because Jamie Vardy was feeding him like, you know, the softest passes ever and the easiest places you can possibly score from. I, I see United playing Maguire and Bailly and putting Bailly right on, uh, Jamie Vardy, the two of them are going to get into a fight. Both of them are going to get red cards, and then United <laughs> are going to win two 0 It's going to be glorious. Man, that is that is specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, honestly, though, I think I think United United has been has been the more controlling team in almost all of their games recently. I don't see that changing. Uh, the question mark will be whether I mean I'm assuming Paul Pogba is going to start. Uh, this weekend, as long as he's fit enough to do so, if he if he can, he and Bruno can, you know, work some magic. Luke Shaw keeps yeah. playing at his current level. I don't see any reason why United lose this game, really. Yeah, but it is best, it is uh, a little bit of a question mark. Best for, left for back Pogba. in the league since Danny Rose, right? Best. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking I'm of outside backs. Two nil. I'm going 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. Two nil. Leicester. Leicester. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'll say no more. What's a Christian pick? I love it. <laughs> speaking, speaking of outside backs, uh, Christian, I, did you hear the news? Did you hear who was, who was not selected for uh, international duty? No, who? Besides Pickford. Danny Rose. Yeah, besides Pickford. Dan, yeah, Danny Rose. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I, I didn't think you were going to get it, Scott. And and here you are. You're, yes. you're much, much. Oh, I get it, Charles. Are. I know exactly what he's talking does about. Does that count as a pick 'em win? <laughs> I think so. Sure. Uh, I know exactly. I, think, what I would think you about. would want a fantasy win more. Oh. It's a long season. It's a long season. <laughs> but yeah, Mister uh, Mister Three Names. Mister Three Names was not selected. Trent. I know you're not talking about Trent. T A A. He was not selected. I heard. Yeah. I'm glad he's not. I don't want him to get hurt. Good. <laughs> we don't have a whole bunch of like you know, their body parts are all working. It, it bothers me nil. So I mean, let, let's be honest. It is. It is actually a kind of a surprise that he's not been selected. I mean, yeah, we all know okay, he, he wouldn't play, but I mean, he's, he's been he's been off form this year until recently. So to be honest with you, so well, I mean, Van Dyke doesn't play center back for England, so he probably wouldn't be very good. So. He's just not very good. When you have like Kyle Walker and then you have 
the guy from Atletico Madrid who who betted Kieran. on himself being transferred. Kieran Trippier, right. my guy. Right. But I mean, come on. I mean, Jesse Lingard got a place over Trent. Eric Dyer got a place. You mean Messi Eric Lingard? Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Dyer. That's how bad Jay it is Lings. for England. Look, Jay Eric Lings. Dyer could walk into any top four central defensive team I heard earlier on in this podcast. No, this false. <laughs> he, you put him next to Maguire and he'd be fine. Oh, okay. So two slow donkeys. Together. He's not slow. He's not slow. Oh, not you slow. don't ever like, like the, you don't want to hitch. Like you don't ever want to. You don't want to hitch to animals that are like have like way different speeds. You know, like you don't want to yoke them together. You'll but kill you have, one. But you have to with McGuire, or or you'll kill them both. <laughs> okay. I, I I honestly, England could play Canada. With with Dyer at center back, and you're going to concede a goal. Like I, I yeah, going to happen. 100%. England's partnership will be Stones and Maguire. Oh, that's going to be nasty in a bad way. No, it's not. The match made in heaven. I I don't I I mean, you, you can you make jokes about Maguire, but <clears throat> I mean, how many goals has United given up? Oh no, no, I, I'm not making what I'm not making jokes about. He's a good defender. I, I was what I was saying about Dyer is like <clears throat> partnered with somebody like McGuire who's consistent mm-hmm. and can help lead the group. I was not making a joke. That was not a joke at all. Like he needs okay. someone strong next to him who can like, hey, dumb moron. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> he go, is go, go terrible. Good edit he's not, though. He is a terrible well defender. He's, he's not terrible. a terrible That's my job. He is. I'm the he's terrible. Here. Nope. False. <laughs> Christian, do you think there's a false? Do you think there's enough on the attack for – United tried to One spend Eric. fifty million on Eric Dyer two years ago. That was Mourinho. One fifty Eric. million. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's enough on the attack for England? I was looking at the roster today, and I, I see I see some names, but is that enough to kind of carry them deep? Harry Kane tell and us, Marcus Rashford. Tell us the names, Eric. Oh, I don't have it. In, Rashford, Harry Kane, Kane Sterling, I don't have Grealish, it in front of me. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Marcus Rashford, Tammy Abraham, Phil Foden, Jaden Sancho, and Bukayo Saka. All right, that's pretty, that's pretty gnarly, honestly. So, I, so I'm going to throw that back to you, Eric. Is there any team in Europe who wouldn't have those players playing for them? Aim. Everybody would. You would think, right? Rashford. Say so what now? Kane. No, he's what? Just, Sancho. He, Sancho, Kane, Sancho, Rashford. Okay. That's Grealish. about it. You would think. Grealish when he's healthy. I I am really interested in this this European Championship personally. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. as good, if not better, than the World Cup. It'll it'll be a lot of fun. Honestly, just to, just to see tournament football again will be amazing. Well, it'll, I, just, it'll be incredible. Can't wait yeah. to see Portugal like just irritate its way through a bunch of one nils. <laughs> you know, Ronaldo. Hey, if it's your superpower, I have to, you I have know to what? share this with. I have to share this with you guys. I sent it to the the Man United Twitter group that we have. Um, it was a, it was a fantastic tweet, and it said how World War Three is going to begin, and it shows the box score of England versus Portugal, <laughs> and Portugal wins one nil with a, a penalty in the 98th minute to Bruno Fernandes. 
<laughs> so, totally so, believe it. So the, the, I can see it. What, 100%. Will up, what will lead up to that? So Spurs sack Jose. Jose takes the Portugal job. They sit back and defend 90 minutes and then win, win on a penalty from Bruno. England explodes. <laughs> there would be riots at the very least. It, it would be... It would you be have pure... such, such a bad perception of the English soccer fan. Saying that we'd riot over something so trivial. Okay. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. There's no, there's no history of that. None. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's let's move on to uh, our our favorite league here uh, that we we cover all the time, uh, filled with our favorite teams, uh, the Premier League. And to start, before we actually get into the games themselves, let's what uh, we can't actually do a pick'em update uh, because unfortunately the 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 gentleman who keeps those scores, gentleman, uh, <laughs> what do you mean, say, dude, bro, almost the, anything the else. Skiff? <laughs> yeah, yes, the skiff, man. capital the, the skiff that the, keeps those scores. The skiff. Uh, well, that's his hand. That's his Twitter here. handle. The skiff. It yeah. is true. It is the skiff. So, um, and I did text him and say, "Hey, can you can you send this over so we can we can do the yes. recording?" And here here's his actual reply: Eric smashing everyone's faces and Jen's in last place. So, in case you guys are wondering, <laughs> that's your that's your pick'em update. There we go. Well, Thanks. The swishing, yeah. swishing a glass of Merlot, watching watching Housewives. Was have oh. I, how long have I been in last? I feel like I've been in last for a while. When did we start? I, I thought I was in last August. place forever. So I don't know when I moved out of last place, but thank you. You're Jen. welcome. <laughs> All right. So instead, let's kick it over to Eric. Speaking of last uh, place, guys, that's little, me. Little fantasy yeah. update. So yeah, we uh, I'm a little bit ahead of our buddy Brandon, FSU manager, in one sp- space in the uh, in the um, table above Kyle. So that's kind of cool. So um, a we'll little benchmark. <laughs> we'll go top five with uh, the um, the side name, the manager's name, the week total, and the uh, grand total for the uh, the year. So we'll go to number five, West Eden's Army managed by Brian Webster. He had 61 points this game week 28 for a total of 1,672. In fourth place, Inkart managed by Sushant Mane had 55 points game week 28 for 1,706. Our very own Scott Mackey with Well Hyung 5 ATB had 44 points with 1,722 total. Number two, Stedmania United managed by Cyan Stedman had 51 points, 1,745 total. And finally, number one in our hearts, Charles Reed, win Bissaka, had 49 points, 1,745 total for the year. Thanks, Eric. Checks in the mail. Why, why do you have to romanticize him so much? It's not true. <laughs> because because in like the fantasy Lester. world, things are, things are finally right. It's like the he's Lester that, that won the year, like Lester won the title. I was like, well, 8,000 to one, baby. 5,000 to one, sorry. 5,000 to one. I liked wins. Ranieri, though, with his little glasses. But then they sacked him. <laughs> I know. Just sacked him. So unceremonious. Yeah. So this, so fantasy this week is going to be a little bit interesting. There's Mm -hmm. only four games being played. Right. So this is going to present a real challenge to anyone that hasn't or has already used their free hit and can't uh, (laughs) shuffle their team to, yeah, like me. So. 
I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I think I will end up with like four players playing this entire weekend, and that's that's gonna suck. I've got ten. I'm coming for you suck. this week. I've got ten. Oh wow! You've got ten. So, wow. so, ten. Uh, so the awesome. eight. I can't, I can't wait. The eight teams that <laughs> are playing are Arsenal, points. Villa, Brighton, Fulham, Leeds, Newcastle, Spurs, and West Ham. Although one of my ten is Bamford, and I don't know if he's gonna play. Like I'm not gonna waste money on. Oh, yeah. some backup for him. I, so. I dropped him a while ago. <laughs> you know, the, the one player I'm that's in my lineup that's not playing is Bruno, and I just refuse to sell him and then pay pay for him again. So I'm just going to eat it. Makes sense. Oh, lovely. So a quick update. I have five players who have a game this weekend currently, and two of them are injured. You, you left Sun in? Well, I mean, I I still have him, and I can still yeah. change it till I have till, till tomorrow to change it. But it's it's not worth yeah. it to change him. He'll he'll be back. He'll play. I left him. After, after, after the international break, he'll be back. Oh, after yeah. the, I'm well, I'm not I'm not going to trade him. No, oh yeah, yeah. He, he won't play this weekend. Yeah. If he was almost fit enough, they would hold him out just so he doesn't go to Japan for those friendlies. Yeah. So, yep, gonna be gonna be a crazy weekend for me. I'm gonna. Ouch. I'll drop I'll drop a few places. That's okay. I'll make it back up later. But let's talk about the games. Let's talk about the, the those four games that we've got this weekend. A scintillating tie between Fulham and Leeds at Fulham. And if I'm not mistaken, this is this is a game that um, actually has produced uh, rivalry level matches uh, over the past few years in the championship. So uh, this actually could be a, a really really fun one to watch. Fulham have been much much better. They're actually scoring goals. They're doing well a legitimate shot to save themselves from relegation here. What do you guys think? 10, no Fulham. <laughs> Never change. I, I think everything actually does point to a Fulham win. I mean, their form in Parker is pretty good tactically, I think, but I think they stub their toe here. I think Rafinha probably puts, puts one away in like a one nil tie. Does it matter whether or not Bamford plays? He exited the game early last last match, and and so I don't think so. Well, I think it, it matters in how their attack will get pinpointed. You know, he's kind of the focal point typically, so it'll be. A, I mean, Bielsa will still play the same way. Has the Bielsa magic worn off? I mean, look at where they were. Look at where they are. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's worn off. No, you still mm-hmm. think that they're going to be able to to come back and and start popping goals in soon? I mean, well, okay. What do you mean by the magic has worn off? That's a good well, question. To be fair, he was. I mean, Leeds were one of the one of the best goal scoring teams in the beginning part of the season. I mean, they yeah they were losing some games, but I mean, what was that opening match against Liverpool was four three, and then they went and played. Um, God, who was it? Somebody else they played to four four or something along those lines. I mean, there, there was no Liverpool shortage of goals. Seven the next game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their goal differential. Goal, they're down three. Right. They weren't having any pro- having problems scoring goals, but now, right, li- lately they they haven't been scoring. So, yeah, but of, a fair of the teams that have a negative goal differential, theirs theirs is the low. Yeah. So I, I interpreted your question like, is he 
is the shine wearing off his star? Like, and that's how I answered it. I, I think that some of the, you know, fairy dust on their finishing is gone, but I think Bielsa is still, you know, a cult legend in, in that city. Okay. That's fair. Eric, what do you think? I'm going to go, I'm going to go draw something like one, one, two, two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, any rivalry game has the potential for something like that. Jen, what do you think? Is Jen there? Is she frozen, or, frozen. or is she just? So before okay. we move on, before we move on real quick, Rafinha has been linked to Liverpool and United. Do you think he plays for evil to either team next season? No, no, no. neither. No. I also, I, I don't know why he can't at a rivalry game. Why he can't at a rivalry game? No, I said it's produced rivalry levels of games. Like, so um, I was watching, I was watching a, a series. I don't know if it was a, a thing on NBC sports or something along those when they were promoted and they were specifically discussing Fulham and, and Leeds and their, and their games in the, in the championship over the past couple of years. And they had created their own, almost own rivalry in there. Um, just in the intensity like in the, and the way in which they played. So um, right. that's why it's, it's just, it's not an actual rivalry. I'm not, I don't mean to imply that it's just a, an intense game each time they played. I like city Liverpool or anything. I mean, as, as much as a four nil victory is rivalry esque. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Eric, you set yourself up for that. One. <laughs> that was an easy one. Come on. <laughs> oh man. All right, Jen's back, and now we can get her uh, her prediction for the uh, for the game. Draw. Draw. Oh, your boy All Scott right. Parker. Come on. Oh. Uh, oh no, he's definitely good looking. Don't get me wrong, but it's good to know that your biases don't play a part in your picks. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm going to go with a Fulham one nil win. I think Fulham make a step towards uh, towards safety in this game. Uh, Who scores personally. it? Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Brian McBride. Definitely. The combo. They actually <laughs> headed to each other. Clint uh, McDempsey. <clears throat> All right. So next game up is Brighton versus Newcastle. Brighton versus Newcastle. Is this is this our snooze fest of the week? No. No. All right. Tell Brighton us why. Brighton win two or, th- two or three goals and Bruce gets fired. Oh. Oh, big moves. Because Newcastle, if Fulham stays safe, Newcastle are the ones going down, aren't they? Which yeah. we all want, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mike actually deserves it. The the people of that town, I don't know that they deserve it. They've they've been through Fair. a lot, but uh, as soon as they as soon as they got rid of uh, DeAndre Yedlin, they they were dead to me. So, so no, no Spurs or Spurs or Newcastle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the story. So back in my youth, I was. Uh, I was interviewing at Newcastle University to uh, to attend their teacher education program, and um, and it was uh, the same day when United signed Andy Cole from uh, from Newcastle. So I was so St James's Stadium is right by uh, the, the train station. So as I was leaving the city, I had to go to the train to head back to Manchester. The, uh, I could see all the crowds gathering and Kevin Keegan was there on the steps and like telling the crowd, like, not to worry, we've got it all under control. So it's kind of cool. History, history, historical moment. Cool. Yeah. There's only one person who brings that to this podcast. 
I know. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's <laughs> no, great. No, don't apologize. Yeah. yeah. No, we want more. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Like I saw Spurs play in in Orlando once, so that's way better <laughs> than anything I've got. Uh, All right. What are the other predictions for Brighton Newcastle, Eric? Uh, Brighton one nil. Jen. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> You, you know you're allowed picking, to pick something no, no, different I'm just saying, than... Well, uh, like, yeah, my picking my own stuff has obviously done a, like, <laughs> been super successful this oh, okay. year. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You latch on to the first place. I got it. I got it. it makes sense. <laughs> Scott? Brighton, dominate and draw. <laughs> Interesting. All right. I think this is going to be a, a a comfortable win for Brighton. I think this is a 3-0, uh, possibly 4-0 victory for them. They've looked really, really good lately and They'll, they'll finally figure out how to score goals, which will you know do well for them. All right, next game up, Scott's favorite team versus Skiff's other favorite team, West Ham versus Arsenal. <laughs> oh, Hammers you versus just, you Gunners. Said, Can you Isn't guess it who it gross? is? <laughs> just, just think about the game. It's gross, right? These two? Honestly. What, what is it? Two teams that have beat Spurs this year? Oh, it's just two <laughs> diabolical clubs what one is like plastic and nasty and the other is just nasty <laughs> which is the plastic team arsenal Ugh. okay okay good they're just like cringy and you know like like abba has a literal gold lamborghini you know like who does that like you know, Rashford's out here feeding the kids and and albumyang has got a million dollar <laughs> lamborghini like come on get out of here this is gross if they could both so lose I hope, I hope West Ham win just so they move level and points with Chelsea you know so they're both on 51 points West Ham move further away from Liverpool and uh, and it makes it a little bit interesting I think for, for Chelsea then will they focus on the Champions League or will they like you know continue in the league because they look really really good right now so I think United, City, Leicester are probably nailed on for the Champions League, right? Unless Leicester do a Leicester and don't. Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to right. agree with that. <clears throat> I would definitely have to agree. And there's, but, and yeah, there's a chance I, that they will. Of course, because it's Leicester. I mean, that's what they did last season. They, they were comfortable last season right. and still. Right. But yeah, no, some pressure I mean, on Chelsea but, would be nice. But if, if Arsenal win, they go from 41 points to 44, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then they're then within a, you know, don't throw away from everybody else. So. Then we get to ask the question, who finishes lower, Arsenal or Liverpool? If they win. Well, if, well, they win if they win this lower, weekend. Yeah. Probably yeah. us. <laughs> well, I guess so that finish. question would depend on who goes further in Europe. Maybe. Yeah. So if Liverpool finished ninth or tenth, which that question would suggest they would, then uh, would you want Klopp to continue? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, why would you want that, Liverpool fans? Because I think you can explain what's going wrong and i don't think it's from the top down yeah i don't know if all that stuff i don't know if all the stuff that went on the season's his fault 
Does that so matter? So you think it's based on one injury? Yes, it matters. Why does that matter whose fault it is? How is he supposed to control stuff that is out of his hands? Well, okay. Is it going to be in his hands next season? No, it's that's a fresh new season. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. It's a systemic thing where things have happened year after year that led here. And if, if he's become, if he's to the point where these things are impacting him, he's not impacting these things, what changes next season with that? Well, most of the things, I mean, like, at least from my point of view, this has just been kind of like a calamitous season where there's been a number of a number of things that have negatively impacted things. And just odds are, you know, I mean, you guys are one of the big things that we talk we've we've had come up more than once is returning to the mean. Right. Of like this is something that's not sustainable. Eventually, things are going to go back to some kind of normal. Um, I, this run of form, this this calamitous collection of bad things, like we're we're running out of people to die, we're running out of people to get injured, we're running out of people, you know what I mean, like things to happen. Eventually, things are going to return to the the mean, and it'll be okay. The only thing that concerns me is this summer in the transfer period. If if FSG doesn't back him, if Klopp says I need this, this, and this, and we talked about that last you know pod about freshening up the squad, we made that mistake not every year, even after we won the Champions League, freshening up at least a little bit here and there. We really didn't do that. And the only thing that concerns me is we don't do that again this year coming up. That'll still be the same same some of the same garbage that we're going through this year. You know some of that stuff. So, but but at this point, can you freshen up the squad in one window? Can you do two windows worth of business in one window and expect need, him to get it right? Do we need to do that much? And what are you talking about? You you signed Tiago and Jota in the last transfer window. I mean, you spent like $100 million. We don't – I mean, right, but we don't a lot of the stuff that's wrong isn't a matter of needing new players. Some of it's just we need players that aren't broken, and a lot of them are going to come back. Uh, We're going to be sure. okay. We're so go, Gomez like, and Van Dyke fix it. Could be. You know, it could to be. A, I, I, I just I just worry that you, you put all your eggs in this transfer window basket and best case scenario, you hit a home run and the players still need time to develop. And, you know, Gomez's knee injury, maybe when does he really come back? And then it's Van Dyke and Matip, who's got a history of soft tissue injuries. And like Christian says, Tiago is been disappointing and I don't know it's just it, it feels like a lot of like this transfer window could not be more important for Liverpool couldn't be more oh, abso- absolutely okay. I totally agree it's an inflection point for the club you're one of two ways and and I think the odds are that it doesn't go right because most transfers like this just don't work when you need them to work ASAP they just don't um so I, I I'm just okay. playing the numbers here it's like well, I know you're hoping but no, no, I'm not. I, really, I, of of all the clubs in the, in the top six, traditionally, seriously, in the traditional Sky Six, I, I don't have a problem with Liverpool. I don't. I mean, United are just annoying. City are, you know, recyclables. Okay. Arsenal are gross. Um, so I I I have some some sympathy for Liverpool. Um, so Do you hate us the works. least of the other ones. Is that I think is? I think Liverpool and Spurs are, are more similar than any of us would want to admit um what lately 
lately. Come on, Christian. I, from a spending perspective and the uh, size said, of the stadium. And... I said that like many pods ago, and I got accused of being a secret Spurs fan. Christian, Remember that? I agree Christian, with you on that. Christian, you're, you're not living in the past 10 years, 15 years, if, if that's how you react. I mean, historically, of course, Liverpool are these giants, but they haven't behaved that way in so long. I think I think we can agree with him. I think he just told told us that both Liverpool and Spurs are mid table teams. I'm I'm okay with that. All right, me too. All right, so the final <laughs> game: Villa versus Spurs. Wait, did we did we pick for the Arsenal West Ham thing? O- only Christian picked. Oh okay. no, sorry, Christian and Scott picked. Uh, Eric, Jen, and I did not pick. So Eric, I'm gonna West. S- I'll West, or sorry, Jen, go ahead. West Ham. I'll Arsenal. say Arsenal. Arsenal. Eric? Yeah, I'm all shook up with this sacking clop talk. I got down the rabbit hole, got all angry for a minute, but a foolish talk. <laughs> a I hate the foolish. So I'm going to go with, uh, oh, this is a tough one. West, West Ham, Arsenal. Ew, geez. I'm going to go. See, it feels, it feels gross to answer. That's exactly what I was saying. Based on what I've been told about some of this, especially West Ham on the West Ham side, I'm not a big fan of theirs. So, yeah. Charles, did I choose West Ham? Yes. Okay. All right, Villa Spurs. Do you... Uh, hey, well, I, I haven't picked. Charles, who do you pick? No one cares about you, Charles. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I uh, do. <laughs> thanks, Jen. Uh, I, I wasn't asked, uh, but I don't think Liverpool need to make any signings this summer. And I think West Ham. I think West Ham beat Arsenal two 0 Okay. Messi Lingard with a brace. Oh, so I hope so. No, no I assist. Hope so. <laughs> so Villa right, Spurs. So huh? Villa Spurs. What do we got? Ooh. Ollie Christian? Watkins hat trick. Is, is Grealish back? I don't know. If does he it is. matter? Yeah, yes. he does. It does. does it? Yeah, <laughs> a little Ross Barkley action. So I am going for a Spurs three 0 win. I think they, I think they bounce back from Jose's vitriol, and the players do it in spite of Jose, not because of his motivation. Hmm. Even well, Lamella can't play. <laughs> yeah, Lamella can't play. We knew, That's big. We knew that. We knew that before the red card. Um, that took Grealish, me a second. Grealish, I was like, <laughs> yeah, Grealish is in training and available for selection for this match. Oh, inside the knowledge said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Charles Reed. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Eric, right. what you got? Let me go Spurs 2 0. I think they rebound too. And I could be wrong, Scott, but one of the things this year is Jose's gotten you some some nice wins, but he can't follow that up with a, like a big streak, like games he should. If he comes up with a big win versus a top club, the next week they'll play a bottom six club and then not be able to, to, to focus on that. So I don't know. I think he turns it around this week after that bad loss. I think they're done. No, seriously, I I, the squad, the, the the disconnect, I think it's, it's one of those things where things decline gradually and you see these like, faint sights of hope and you want to grab it but then it goes back on the previous trend like we were crap we looked good for a minute but we're still crap so it's done it's just a matter of time eric is that you pretending to be scott yeah i mean i'm just saying i mean have you been (laughs) watching all you do is watch it's like the players aren't even listening you can hear you can hear the coaches saying 
press, press. The one English word they say all match is press. <laughs> and the players are like, cool. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Sit back here on my own, on my own half. Thanks. Like, what do you have to see? Like, they're not listening. At least you've managed to get that 6-1 uh, mug and T-shirt, though, I guess. It's true. Ah, thank God. I actually, it's not, it's not a, a picture of the scoreline. It's a picture of Harry Maguire pulling Luke Shaw off nice. the ball before we score our first nice. yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. I have that screenshotted on my phone just for a rough day. Well, you'll, be, you'll be super happy with my selection, Scott. Uh, closer game than both sides are going to want. And Villa score a late one, win 3-2. Oh, thank God. Grealish with the winner. Grealish with the Oof, salt in the wound because he's not going to start. He's going to come on in the 60th. So in right. the know, child. <laughs> That's right. Trust me. I know. I do know. All right. So we are now going to kick it over to Eric. Bring us By home way, with I'll, a little bit. Of... I'm going to pick Villa too. Oh, Charles. Jen. It's okay. I swear. I, I swear you had already chosen Villa. I apologize. It's okay. My sincere. But I'm still apologies. picking Villa, which means I've, I've totally. <laughs> I gotta say, Tottenham's gonna win. I'm so if, sorry. If Jen isn't <laughs> picking Spurs, like it's bad. If Jen's not even picking Spurs, that's how you know it's bad. Game Jen's over, got a man. soft spot for Spurs. It's, if, if we're Ms. done. If Miss Positive falls off, you're screwed. You're done. <laughs> Toast. We gotta get Jose out of here. Jen's off the bandwagon. All right, Eric, hit us up with the uh, what in the world of football? What do we got? Well, as some of as, as some of us here on the pod. Um, our teachers, we kind of know uh, about this subject a little bit, although I would know a little bit more probably than everybody else because it's more of an elementary thing. But the popular video game Fortnite is still going on, man. It's the sixth season, and they just announced PSG in Brazil, uh, in Brazil as well as the makers of Fortnite. Uh, I'm not sure what their company is, but they're introduced. One of their newest skins is Neymar. You can actually play in the game as Battle Royale as Mr. Neymar himself. In the, in the game as a skin in the sixth season. Then it's part of their icon series, which contains guys like Ninja Blevins. He's the famous, uh, he's the famous uh, Twitch star that plays Fortnite and the Gref G's out of Spain. He also plays as a, uh, he's playable as a skin. And um, they say, if it goes well, there'll be other athletes of, as well as other footballers in there. So I'm excited to see that, uh, that uh, Jordan Henderson skin maybe appearing soon. I don't know. Like, like Myers Leonard? No, I don't oh. want him, no. <laughs> He's off so, my team. We tr- we traded him. He's out so, of here. So the Neymar skin, do you just fall over randomly and then miss the part of the season that's your sister's birthday, or? Yeah, you got to. There's a secret code. You, you, you roll around. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Holding your shin. Your yes. your main your main weapon is that like cold spray that they spray on the injuries. That's not really doing anything. Yes. <laughs> so there you go, Neymar and Fortnite, man. That's pretty cool. Fantastic. That's a Fantastic. good one. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for another wonderful episode of Five at the Back Soccer Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at F-I-V-E-A-T-B. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week.